0: So it's got um, speech in it. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mmm, dash (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: there's a cold open.
0: (laughs) Welcome back to Bottom Up. This month is our first Amiga game in the book club with walk and gun game, Walker. Plus, we talk about the newly discovered Sonic 1 prototype, Tibbs gets frustrated with Crash Bandicoot, and I'm seeking vengeance. All that and more on Bottom Up.
1: And welcome to em Up, episode twenty nine.
0: Mhm. Twenty nine, one away from thirty.
1: Yeah, I was going to say twenty nine of a undetermined number of shows. Yeah. Um, probably into the hundreds. To be fair. Well, I
0: should think so. Yeah.
1: You know, so we're, we're still early days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm Tibbs. I'm Ollie. And this is uh this is em Up. Um, how have you been?
0: <laughs> I've been good, thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> nice use of silence there. You had me. You had me on on tenterhooks, and you, I thought you were going to announce something uh, huge. But no, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of. Um, I just there's, uh, there's a lot of news been going on, so I've just been trying to think of what we're gonna what we're gonna cover first, and what, what's what's going on.
0: Um, well, we should start with our customary um, what we've been playing, I suppose, shouldn't we?
1: I suppose we should, yeah. yeah. What have you been playing?
0: What have I been playing? I've been playing a game that I can't talk about because I'm choosing it for our next book club game. Oh, So okay. that will remain a mystery until the end of the show. I've started oh. it, so um, I haven't got very far into it to be fair, but uh, yeah, that's that's the first thing. Uh, finished Uncharted 1.
1: Oh yes, yeah, good game.
0: It is a good game, uh, although I didn't care for towards the end where it suddenly turns into a survival horror with zombie monsters. <laughs>
1: with the, the zombie, yeah. I mean, yeah. what's
0: that about? That's
1: <laughs> yeah, it comes out of left field a bit. It does a it? bit. <laughs> Please
0: tell me that's not in two and three because I hated that. <laughs>
1: um, uh, do you know what? They kind of, I, I, kind of get confused about which game was which. Oh, the, yeah, that there is, uh, whichever the, there are sort of ish creatures in whichever one where he finds um, Shangri La. I think. That's the zombie. There's similar sort of zombie, possessed people things okay. in that, um, but it's not like a it's not like a major plot point. It's just a stage where you know there's some creatures after you. But I think I think it's three. But I, it's been a long time since okay. I played them. Okay,
0: fair enough. Yeah, no, I mean because I was sort of getting used to the whole shooting people. You know, they, it's quite simple AI, so they, you kind of get to know how they work, and it becomes. A, bit, a lot more manageable as you go on just how to shoot these guys and everything, how they pop up and that kind of thing, and then these monsters suddenly come out, they don't have guns but they just run at you, and you, the first swipe they give you will kill you, and I just, I didn't yeah. it's in these dark corridors where you've got your little flashlight, and I just, I didn't sign up for this, sorry, what's going on? <laughs> and I almost gave up, I was so, I knew I was so close to the end, I just, I just had to power through and it's, it's not too long a segment and they kind of go for no, that, but it's, yeah, I didn't care for that, but other than that it's, um, yeah, it was a good game yeah.
1: Was that. Is that the one with the Yetis? There's like Yeti creatures?
0: Not Yetis, no. They're sort of weird. I think they've all been cursed by something. They're like um, people who'd explored it before, and they've all been cursed and turned into sort of yeah. these big kind of zombie monster things.
1: I might be confusing the Yetis or something else. I, I think there might be a one uh, one of the Uncharted with Yetis in. I don't know. I'm going to have to play them again. But yeah, um, but yeah, it does. It, it's only like the tail end of the game, and it's not like a yeah, it's right at the end, a yeah. major thing. But.
0: No, no, yeah. So there's was that. Um, as a family, we've been playing a favorite from mine and Abby's Wii U days, the um, Lego City Undercover. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Best Lego game of all time, easily. I
1: think I, I actually saw uh, there's a, a YouTube video. I don't know how to pronounce the guy's name. Is it is it's either Crobe Cat or Crowby Cat? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, but he uploads sort of funny videos when usually when a big release has fallen on its ass, and he'll upload a video sort of juxtapose in the pre-release footage with what actually came out right um and obviously cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> has been like a big yeah you know yeah. The, the high profile failure yeah and he posted a, a video and um, a part of the video was showing how the city ai in lego city undercover was more advanced than cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> which was quite funny
0: yeah it's um it's a lovely little game really um it's like i would describe it as gta for kids almost yeah, yeah but you play as a policeman and there's no sort of real violence it's just little lego figures and you're you're just a policeman kind of going around you can jump in any car you do all sorts of missions and find things there's so much unlockables and things in there and it's just it's just great i think it's much better than normal lego games which are kind of tied to obviously a particular movie license they got to follow the story, put the actual movie dialogue in, and this is just much more open because it's a completely original story. The open world makes sense in it. Um, uh, yeah, it's just a lovely game. And the reason we're playing it is to get Alice into it, really, because you know, um, my wife's got loads of nieces and nephews. They all they've all loved this game since we had it on the Wii U. We've been playing it on the PS4 now, um, and she yeah, she loves it. Yeah, you know, she loves just it is the freedom i think that kids yeah. in particular these days like from console games like minecraft and that it's just the sheer freedom of just being able to drive around walk around do what you want really um yeah and it's a great great game for her to 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 mess around in really so we've all been yeah
1: I, it. I, yeah i've never actually played it i've seen it um hmm. but yeah i've, no, I've never actually Sat down and played it. But um yeah, I mean it looks like good fun, I've got to say. Oh it's brilliant,
0: yeah. I, I There's a re-
1: switch port of it now as well, isn't there?
0: Um oh is there. Yeah, there might I, be. I
1: think there might be. Mm. I'm not sure. These
0: ones came out a few uh, you know, a couple of years ago. I'm just trying to think there. Yeah, there might Obviously, I think the switch port came out when I think it was a launch title for the switch. I almost. think yeah.
1: I think it was yeah, if it wasn't a launch title it was very soon after.
0: Yeah, that's right. It was a slightly enhanced version with two player mm. support and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's been really fun. Um, I've also been playing, um, Panzer Dragoon Remake.
1: Oh, the, um, that, that was on the Switch as well, wasn't
0: that? It is on the Switch. I've been playing on the PC version. Okay, cool. And there's a good reason why I've been playing on the PC version, which I'll go into. Obviously, it's a remake of the original Panzer Dragoon on the Saturn. I'm a little bit more au fait with the sequel, uh, Zwei. Um, but I, I love a rail shooter, so, I, and they don't come up very often, so I thought I'd, um, well, I wanted... but This is the thing. I wanted to get it last year when it came out. Um, and the Limited Run said they were going to do a, a Switch, obviously a, a Switch physical version. So I thought, hang on for that. So um, when the time came for the like the release window, the pre-order window, I didn't really have enough money kicking around to sort of justify it. Yeah. So I thought, I'll, I'll give it a miss. And then sort of almost immediately afterwards, I, I managed to get a bit of spare money. And I thought, I, I really wish I could have got that. So yeah, I went on eBay See if anyone was offering a pre-order. There's a lot of really expensive ones. Found one that wasn't too expensive. Had a look at the seller's sort of reputation. Seemed like a kind of reasonable thing. I thought, it was a you know, it was a, this is a good, safe bet. So I went for it. And uh, that was my first mistake, basically. Um, never turned up. Uh-huh. Um, of, um, if you've been following the Panzer Lagoon Switch um, physical thing, you'll know that it's taken months and months to actually really be released. Because um, they wanted to include all the patches and stuff. They've, a lot of like enhancements and fixes have come out. And rightfully so, they wanted to include it on the, on the Switch cartridge. But that's allowed this, this bastard of a seller to um, avoid any responsibility to sending it to me, basically. Because it kind of goes beyond eBay's window to, oh, to, keep, to, yeah. to secure the money for you, to refund you. So I've talked to eBay about it. They won't lift a finger to help me, basically. Um, oh
1: what a scumbag
0: yeah exactly so his name is on ebay is uh eight hyphen bit hyphen games hyphen 1986 please don't buy from this man he's a con man
1: uh, yeah we're gonna have to do you, i don't know if, if anyone listens to the um i can't remember what it's called now i haven't listened to it myself for a while um Pat the NAS punks um, podcast. Completely unnecessary, totally unnecessary podcast. Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, no. They got a section on there. The scumbag seller of the week. Oh really? um, For <laughs> like all eBay type um, shenanigans. Um, I hope we're not going to have to start our own scumbag seller. Well, week section.
0: I, no. I hope not. I mean, to be it's the first time I've ever been scammed. I think, and um, it doesn't feel good, frankly. No. 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 So, uh, yeah, that's that's sort of been kicking off the last couple of weeks, really, when it sort of became apparent that it's not going to turn up, you know.
1: Isn't there no way you can get your money back on it at all?
0: I don't think so. I've talked to, Well, I've looked at PayPal as well, and they won't seem to do anything about it. When I talked to eBay, they seem to think that I'd never paid for it in the first place, which is obviously no. a lie because it's clearly in my PayPal, you know, yeah. outgoing. So um, now I'm kind of stuck, really. The only thing I can do i mean i know that he's 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 wandered off with it basically because he's blocked me from buying anything else he's i've seen the uh, the panzer Dragoon item that he clearly has because it's his own photos he's resold it or resold another copy so he clearly has them um and yeah he seems to block all my messages Um, i've made another account bought something else he clearly saw the name and address so he's Cancelled that one and blocked me from buying anything else on that one, so it's it's clear this is a this is a swindle, you know. Yeah, so.
1: it's a bit of a swindle. It's weird
0: though because other than that, he's got like completely, you know, fine feedback. So he clearly it's weird, isn't it? It's weird because he's not. This isn't clearly something he does, you know.
1: No, that's what I mean. This I mean, is I mean...
0: what he obviously saw. I, I I I can't imagine he knew this was going to happen when he ordered those because you know he wouldn't know that it was going to take this month this much time, and then he thought. Okay, this has gone beyond three months or whatever it is for eBay. I'm gonna keep this.
1: Oh I'm, I'm, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that, man.
0: Yeah, that's no, it's a bit uh, it's a bit rubbish, but you know. One of those things really. I'm kinda of torn between just letting it go because whenever I think about it it just makes me angry. And I just think, okay, if you just stop thinking about it, stop worrying about it, it'll you know, go away. And then I'm on the other side of me thinking, how can I exact my vengeance on this man? <laughs> what is the thing? I get I come up with all these strange things like you know can I somehow get him to send me something then then because he does offer return so I thought can I get his address and then I'll have his address and I can send him stuff and things like that you know <laughs> and get, buy more of his products just so I can leave him loads and loads of negative feedback and drown out the positive ones but I don't know
1: wow that's a vengeful side of you I've never seen before. I know it just, it, it, it's i know—I know. I know. Well, I don't
0: normally have things to be vengeful about, but that- it's just—it's wound me up, you know. It's just been on my yeah. mind for the last. It's
1: the principle, isn't there? it? It is the principle. The
0: principle. It. It's not the—it's not even the money because I just—it was kind of like bonus money anyway. I thought I'll just throw it, you know. It was—it's was more than I would normally spend on a game. I just thought I—I just—I just come across this. It's something I wanted. I'll just throw it out there. It's not really the money. It's just the principle that he's got away with it, you know.
1: Mm. And mm. the thing is, usually eBay are notorious for just immediately siding with the buyer. That's right, yeah. You know, like, sellers hate it. There's loads of threads on eBay about how, you know, eBay, no matter what the thing, they'll just immediately take the buyer's side in everything. So Mm. to have them, you know, not help you is, you know, just insult to injury, isn't that?
0: Yeah, it is, yeah. I guess it's once it goes past a certain point, then they just can't do anything. And I kind of get get that, but this is the... the thing is it's a pre-order So you don't really know when it's coming So it doesn't. Re- it, the rules can't really apply to that So I mean Because I didn't really know this going in I've never pre-ordered anything on eBay before But I certainly won't be doing it again And I highly encourage no one else to do it Because it's just you don't know what's going to happen um, Unless you can sh- You'll be sure that you can get your money You know Cancel the, the the whole thing Get your money off eBay before that window ends Whenever it is I think it's about three months because um, yeah, it's just a nightmare, basically. Yeah. Anyway, I so got
1: on PC instead.
0: Yeah, the game was on sale on Steam the other day, um, and actually, I've just seen that it's on sale on Switch now for the bargain price of only a fiver, down from about twenty-two pounds, I think, normal oh, wow. price. So, I'd highly okay. recommend picking it I up. I might Is pick it? that up after the show. Yeah, it's, it's well worth it. Um, it it's it, it's the, it, they've gone for the approach of be have the exact same level structure as the original so it's quite a short game by modern standards you know there's only six levels are quite short Uh, and you see people complaining about that online but it's kind of like that's the kind of game it is it's kind of like a you're not supposed to just play it and then put it down and go and play something else it's kind of like you come back to it you do all the different difficulty levels and you know it's kind of like a score attack kind of thing so it's um yeah it's it's very good it's very well Well, done it's an
1: arcade game in there you know it is it's It's an
0: arcade game exactly that and it's like a simple you know shoot Shoot up, kind of uh, rail shooter, basically. Um, but yeah, the 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 difference between the visuals, obviously, from an early Saturn game to a you know a Switch game, is huge. And obviously, they've remodeled everything as completely from the from the ground up remake. So um, yeah, it's a lovely game.
1: Have they got the? the Kind of thing that you see with a lot of sort of remastered games now that I really like where you can switch between the classic and the modern graphics, they
0: don't know. No, it's because it's obviously it has a different engine,
1: yeah, I think it would be quite
0: yeah, difficult true. to do it. Yeah. Um, i that's mean, they might have the original there as an unlockable, I'm not sure. I haven't, oh, I haven't unlocked yeah. it if they have, but uh, yeah, so yeah, that's recommended. Yeah, I've got a couple of other things, but we'll that'll probably segue us into the news actually. So let's do yours first what uh, what have you been playing them
1: crash bandicoot
0: 4 yeah i saw this on twitter mm.
1: oh it's infuriating
0: <laughs> it's really hard is it
1: oh it's really hard it's <laughs> at un- what it's point a, it's unreasonably hard
0: at what point does it get unreasonably hard Can, do, you, do you get like a fair second chump? level second level <laughs> oh my god yeah i'm glad i haven't bought this then because it's going for like 50 quid or something isn't it which is a, oh,
1: a it's, very it's high crazy. price
0: for a oh it's ridiculous platformer. i
1: didn't because i was prepared to pay you know i, I in my mind i thought oh um you know I want a game this month. Yeah. Um I'm going to treat myself to you know a standard full price game which I expected to be around 40 pounds. Mm. 60 quid.
0: 60 that, that's
1: So I thought I'm not I'm not paying 60 quid for a game. So I I um I really I really good shop to follow I do only for UK people. I don't know um if you're abroad shipping and stuff would probably make you know eradicate the value but um boomerang rentals um hmm. on ebay um basically they're like a um, a rental shop where, you know you can sign up for a, a package and you can rent a number of games a month when mm-hmm. the games get returned they just sell them on ebay
0: oh right okay yeah. you
1: can get some really good deals on there sometimes hmm. um so i bought um, Crash Bandicoot Four, and I got it for I think it was thirty nine ninety nine, which is what I would expect to be a, a normal. game. Yes, that's that's much um, more reasonable. Yeah. But everything I've ever bought from them has been mint condition. You can't tell it's any different from a, a oh, normal wow. release. So. Oh, that's yeah, worth checking out then. Yeah. yeah, check them out on the their little eBay store, Boomerang Rentals. Um highly recommended. But yeah, so Crash Bandicoot Four, it's really good. It's fun. It's just it's classic collect them platformer really, mm. um, in the sort of Crash Bandicoot corridor style. Um but it's just it's just infuriating. It really is. Mm. I can't it just does your head in uh, are you familiar with sort of the the Crash Bandicoot games in general? Yeah,
0: I've I've played the second one a little bit on emulation and I got the trilogy when it came Mm. out or not long after um so i've played you know at least the first few levels of all of those and they 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 definitely get tough very quickly as well they do but uh, it's a shame it's kind of a shame that this is stuck to those guns and not because most games that are you know when you get a new version like a modern version of a of a series that is traditionally very difficult these days they often have like a you know, an easy mode or a way to tone down the difficulty because that's just the way games are these days, you have, they have to be accessible. Yeah. This clearly basically, hasn't done that.
1: No, when you start <laughs> the game, you get an option for whether you want to play modern or retro mode. Oh, right. Um, basically, modern mode is you get infinite lives, right, Um, but you get a death counter. Um, so um, every time you lose a life your death counter goes up one Mm. and one of the targets for uh, because in Crash Bandicoot you want to collect there's gems and crystals and things you want to collect Mm. and one of the criteria for collecting a gem at the end of the level is to lose no more than three lives Um, so you can have the death counter. you can have the modern mode so you've got infinite lives so you can die multiple times but you know, if you go over the three, then you're not going to get the crystal for that level. Yeah. Um, or you can play retro mode, where when you lose your lives, you get you're kicked right back to the beginning of the level. So right. Yeah. Um, that would be a very, very difficult way to play the game. I think. <laughs> um, I mean, in terms of the platforming, I mean, if you're if you don't care about collecting the gems and you don't care about any of the collectibles, you just want to, you know, run through the levels and do it that way. It's probably not that difficult. But if you're trying to get the to collect the gems and play the game as it's intended to be played, hmm. I just as your head in. Like, there's nothing. I'm not the only. But I'm not the first person to say this. It's not a, a you know a, a, a amazing piece of insight. But there's nothing more frustrating than going through the level. And find it out that you've missed one crate, <laughs> yeah, just one, <laughs> <laughs> and you just, oh. and it doesn't give you any indication. I was going to ask,
0: yeah, does it? Does it? Yeah, it obviously doesn't have like a meter, you know, where you can sort of roughly figure out. That, oh, you can miss. You, you, It tells you you've missed one as soon as you passed it, you know. But no. No.
1: No. 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 It's um, uh. Get angry thinking about it. Um, there, <laughs> so, yeah, there's... you're going you to want, want vengeance in a <laughs> minute, you <know>, like me. <laughs> there's other. So you get um, you get gems for collecting. Uh, twenty forty and sixty percent of the wumper fruit in a level, I mm. believe which it, basically if you play the level through reasonably well you 'll get those gems you know no matter what yeah um you get another gem for um completing it with under three lives, you get another gem for collecting all the cris- uh, collecting all the crates um but then other levels have there 's like four colored gems which will unlock different routes in certain levels, and there's different criteria to get them. One of them is you have to go through the whole level without hitting a single crate. <laughs> oh, honestly, so 90, 90 attempts, I think it took 90? Me.
0: 90. Oh, my God, I don't think I've ever tried anything 90 times. <laughs>
1: honestly, it's like well, going, it was like going through the stages of grief, I swear. Well, and I admire like- your
0: patience, anyway. Um, so, are you presumably you're trying to go through and can com- fully complete the, each stage at a time rather than go through and then come back and do that stuff?
1: Uh, for the most part, yes. Yeah. Some of them you have to. You it's like frustratingly, some of the levels you can't do unless you've got the colored gems. So there is okay. going to be there's going to be some stages early on where you're going to have to leave things and then come back to it later. Right. Um, but I'm trying to get at least. At least the main the main gems, because then there's also ones for um, there's an inverted mode um, where it's the same level but all the colour palette is shifted and the things are mixed around a bit, things are muddled up. It's you know so all the gems and stuff. There's a hidden gem on each stage as well, and that moves to a different place and things like that. Mm. So, I think in total there's like 12 gems standard gems for each stage. I'm just trying to get the, the the six normal ones for each stage, none of the extras, none of the time trial ones, none of the you know the fancy ones. I just want the basic ones for each stage. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. right okay. and i i think I think I'm in the last third of the game now. okay. Um, but the platforming bits, the, oh, yeah, that was it. I've not played it for a couple of days. I've taken a, a couple of days off. <laughs> of it. The stage I was on is uh, you've got a little jet ski thing and you're, you've are you got to travel down, you know, down, straight forward down this route. Um, there's whirlpools that you've got to avoid and mines that you've got to avoid and you've got to hit every box. It's just impossible. I just You need yeah. Jedi reflexes to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but that said, um, I would recommend it. It's a okay. it's a it is a really good game. I'll probably pick um, it up
0: when it's it just generally comes down in price by quite a bit. I was um, going to say when it's reasonably priced. When it's reasonably it priced, around the twenty quid mark or something, probably. Because um, I, I, I was definitely intrigued by the when 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 the first trailer came out. You know, I thought that's that's my kind of thing. So uh, I was just concerned things. about the difficulty because they are traditionally quite difficult games.
1: They are very difficult. I would I would liken it to um Sonic Mania in the fact that it's one of those games that it really does feel like a natural progression yeah. of, you know, what you would expect a sequel to be. You know, yeah. if you'd been waiting a long time, you've seen the, the the game go off in all these different directions and different studios have a crack at it, you know, and finally this is like the sequel that you would have wanted way back when. Yes, exactly. Um yeah. So you know, if you've liked any of the other, the original three Crash Bandicoot games, if you liked any of those, you'll love this. There's no doubt mm. about it. So okay. I would give a, a recommendation on that.
0: Cool, brilliant.
1: Um, I've also been playing uh, only very shortly, I've only just started it. Um, Front Mission on the Super Nintendo.
0: Oh yeah, okay, interesting. Um, what uh, prompted you to? I don't to know.
1: Play it. I don't know. <laughs> I think I was watching the U- I must have been watching the YouTube video. Oh, that was it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I picked up ages ago out from Boomerang Rentals, no um no less. Hmm. Um left alive. Um it was this it was meant to be like a a big AAA type game. It had all artwork done by um Yoshi Shinkawa who did all the Metal Gear Solid artwork. Okay. Um I never played it. I, it got really bad reviews at the time. Um, it turned out to be a bit of a letdown by all accounts. So it just sat on the shelf, and I, you know, yeah, for a rainy day when I've got nothing else to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what prompted me to to look it up, um, but it's just it turns out it's a, a sequel in the Front Mission series. Okay. And I thought, oh, giant robots. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, well... Wow, I've got this thing where if there's a series of games, I try to. I prefer to play them in sequence if I can.
0: Yeah, it's it's always a, an issue when you've got a long running series and you you want to go in somewhere and you feel like, well, where shall I start? Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah.
1: I mean, there's exceptions like, well, you know, you know, with Final Fantasy, yeah. they're all you can go for anywhere, the most yeah. part. They're not connected, so you can you can dip in anywhere. Yeah. But you know, with Front Mission, you know, it's a sort of a continuing mythos across the whole game. That's
0: the thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. So I thought I'll just try it. Um, it turns out there was never a, an official English translation on the Super Nintendo. No, I think there's, a, yeah. there's a DS version. Yeah, um, but I ended up just getting a translation um, patch downloaded. Sure, yeah, definitely. see yeah. um, it, it seems all right so far. I, I, I think it's something I could probably get into. Yeah, I've never um, actually
0: played it. I've sort of I'm I've been collect, collating kind of Snares ROMs lately from a thing um i've seen it in there and it looks like an interesting kind of is it a, it's like a platformer shooter kind of thing
1: there's a there's a platformer shooter type version of it called uh gun hazard i think but the, the yeah. main one is like a, a strategy rpg so you uh, move in okay. like a, a grid section across the board and then oh, i
0: see my okay yeah
1: you sort of battle and stuff but you can you can customize your robots quite quite significantly you can you know, change their appearance, and you know the left arm weapon, right arm weapon, and shoulder weapons, and mm. give them different legs. You know, if you don't like the legs, give them a new leg. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite good. I would say that the translation. I don't want. To, I, I don't like criticising translation patches because you know yeah,
0: there are a lot of hard work. Default, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: they do. I can't speak a word of Japanese, so they're already doing a better job oh, than course, I could ever yeah, do. Of course. <laughs> um, but there are a couple of bits that just sound a little bit unnatural mm. like um in the very first scene someone gets blown up and their scream of anguish is kya k y a a a a a kya 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 yeah I see what
0: you I mean yeah. it's not natural with... is it
1: no why did you come with ooh yeah or something like that you know mm. but you know <laughs> stick picking Um, But yeah, it's something I think I could get into, Um, I just started it, like I said, i am probably only like an hour into it, so I'll see how it goes, Um, but yeah, it's got robots in it, so I'll probably like it. Mm.
0: It's funny, there's so many retro games that I see all the time and I think, I must play that one day, I must play that one day, and just the list just piles up and up and up and up and up and yeah. i think i don't maybe it wasn't that one but it was the what you said the gun gun hazard did you say gun the other one charge. that's that's on the list somewhere and so many other things and it's just yeah. <laughs> and often I'll, I'll see them there in my list of roms and stuff and i think oh i should play that i should play that now and i think no, I'll just play something I know. Just for be, quite half an hour, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be shouting out a lot of YouTube channels. Um, today, okay, that's seems. all right. Um, but um, yeah, I saw Gun Hazard. I think I saw it on SNES Drunk, Um If you ever watched the SNES Drunk channel, hmm. um, I think Gun Hazard was on there, and that that might have been what brought it to my attention initially. And then when I saw Left Alive was a part of that series, it all, all the pieces sort of meshed, and I thought, ah, oh, okay, mm. let's. Which let's company makes all
0: makes all these games?
1: Square.
0: Oh, Square. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know if... I I, I think it's one of those series where uh, I think Left Alive has probably not done it any favours. I think it's sort of stagnating at the moment now. Um, Yeah. But it seems to have quite a loyal fan base for it, so... Hmm. Okay. It may be a game to cover in the future, maybe. Yeah,
0: certainly, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. Um, But funny you said that, um, when you were saying there's games you hear a lot about and you... Yeah, yeah. uh, There's another channel, um, Sam (laughs) Webster. Okay. um, He does lots of uh, game reviews, very cool channel. Um, He did a retrospective on the Dead Rising series. Mm. It's really made me want to play Dead Rising.
0: Yeah, I've got the first one on yeah. 360. Never played it. I think I, tried I played. Tried to
1: the, get into it a couple of times, and I just couldn't.
0: Yeah, I, pl- I remember playing the demo a long time ago when it first came out, which was you know what, fifteen years, nearly fifteen years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I remember something about it was it's kind of like a sort of semi-comedic zombie thing. Is that the game I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, so you can like it's something about uh, um, trolleys and stuff, isn't it? You can throw. Throw a trolley at them and things, like that. <laughs> push them in a trolley. Something about trolleys. That's all I remember.
1: There are trolleys in it. Yeah, basically yeah. you're in a, you're in a shopping mall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, any almost anything around you you can use as a weapon. Yeah, and you can like run over them with a um, like a, a lawnmower and hit them with trolleys, and you can. Go into any of the shops, any of the clothes shops, and put on funny clothes, can, like <laughs> knock about with a horse's head on, stuff like that. Um,
0: yeah, it's another one of those three hundred and sixty. Because the three hundred and sixty, like the PS two, is a console where everything's so dirt cheap. You just pick, you just amass these these piles and piles of games these days, and it's just in them. And, and again, it's a pile of games that I'm going to get to at some point. Yeah. But, and it's just in there somewhere, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. I, like I said, I tr- I've tried it a couple of times and it just never clicked with me. Okay. But mm. watching this video is just... You ever see someone who obviously likes a game and their sort of enthusiasm for it is a bit infectious? Yeah, and you think, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, maybe I Maybe I. I. I missed something the first time. If I give it a go, maybe it'll click with me this time. So, mm. you know, maybe next next show, um, when you ask me what I've been playing, I'll be singing the praises of, of Dead Rising. But, oh, yeah. Um,
0: Excellent. Yeah. Yes. I'd yeah. like to hear more about it. Actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. I think that's. Uh, I think that's all. I've been. Crash Bandicoot's taken up a, a lot of my time. Yeah.
0: Sounds maybe. it. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Um, news.
1: Let's get to the news.
0: News. So the news. What's the news? Sonic One. Sonic One. Yeah. Sonic One prototype.
1: Oh, what a beauty!
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the uh, the the little UFO one.
1: The UFO one, the Quite. one that we thought would never be found.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how they find these things, isn't it? I, oh, it's I'm baffled yeah. by yeah how someone just comes out of the woodwork one day. And goes, oh yeah, I got that. How? Yeah. How have you got that? It's nuts, isn't it?
1: Yeah, apparently it came from um, someone who worked for a, an unnamed person working for an unnamed UK gaming magazine at the time. Apparently. Oh right. I seem to recall hearing.
0: Unnamed it? monthly. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean. I mean, gameplay-wise, it's probably slightly underwhelming because it's very unfinished. Um, Uh, It
0: is and it isn't. I mean, if you play through Green Hill Zone, most of it is kind of the same, isn't it?
1: Uh, Green Hill Zone is mostly the same, You can see
0: that they're working their way through it and they think, right, we've done Green Hill, we've done most of Marble, Spring Yard doesn't quite look right, and then Labyrinth doesn't have anything in it. I think Starlight almost seems to to have been done as like a sort of a a sample level because it's all completely different, isn't it? Kind of stuff thrown in. Um, and I think Scrap Brain isn't very finished either, is it? Um, but yeah, it's, it's fascinating to see, isn't it? It really
1: of, is, yeah.
0: Lots of little things, you know, like the the ball at the early on in Green Hill. Yeah. famous things that people thought was like a thing that rolled down and chased you. It's actually just a really weird thing where you sort of stand on it and it's got weird physics and you don't really know what it's for.
1: Apparently you can push it down the pipes as well.
0: Can you? Oh, I didn't yeah. try that. Yeah,
1: I haven't tried that yet, but I, re- I remember hearing something that you can push it down a pipe, and people were wondering whether that was going to be like a mechanic where you could push it down and sort of launch it into the air and stuff. But yeah,
0: uh, you can definitely see why they took it out because it's oh just, yeah, it totally breaks the flow of the game completely. It does. It? It's uh, it, very um, odd. It's
1: very janky. It doesn't. Very, <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't look well like it fits at all. It's
0: wonder why they just chucked it in there, really, isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah. are you, do we know what this build was? Was it used to? I guess it was used to to send to a magazine It's like a preview build, was it?
1: I was going to say, uh, if it, if the if the talk of it coming from a, a magazine writer is correct, I would say it's probably an early preview. Mm. Um, it's certainly not as it's there's certainly earlier versions of it out there because there's the um, the famous um, screenshot of Sonic stood by a kind of signpost. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And even Naka has said that he doesn't know if that exists in any playable form anymore. Mm. Um, but there's definitely versions of it that exist before this. But this is, you know, it's 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 pretty early. Yeah, yeah, I you think know, so. It's pretty early. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I wondered. It made me think going back to the the old Zone Zero days. Yeah. Um. They seem to be going for. I don't I, like. Um, Spring Yard Zone in this one is called Sparkling Zone. Yeah. And it's all sort of very built up. And then Starlight Zone has got this, you know, I, I mean, Starlight Zone in the final game had it, but in this one it's a lot more clear that it's meant to be kind of like an under-construction area. Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: And I wondered if that, you know, they were going for, like, the levels to have a more connected feel. Like, you were going from the centre, the sort of the bustling centre of... of mobius or south island Mm. um in sparkling zone and then you were moving out to um you know moving out into the sticks a bit where there's still construction and then onto scrap brain zone and whether they intended to be a bit more connected and a bit more flowing than it felt in the
0: well quite possibly yeah i mean i think i think i can't remember the exact but i think labyrinth zone was supposed to be the second level originally if I remember mm. rightly. So if you took that out, then that would literally be what you've just described, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So yeah, maybe. Mm.
1: Yeah, sort of working your way from Sonic's area through some old ruins into the city and then out towards, you know, Robot- Robotnik's base on the outskirts kind of thing. I don't, mm. I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I just find the, the, ch- the change in sort of the environments, especially Sparkling Zone, I thought was, you know... It is fascinating to see. Yes, it's
0: very I can interesting. see why they
1: changed it. Mind, it was a bit. It's a bit overwhelming.
0: It's a bit dazzling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really like it. Yeah, I liked, um, although it wasn't like fully finished. I liked the the, the different background for the labyrinth there and sort of the yeah. Oh, the I love that background. Yeah. I, I wish they'd carried on though with that, but it's much more interesting than just a solid wall. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: We could see little bits, cracks of light coming through, and like into the distance, and that's this whole huge cavernous thing. I think that'd be much better, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, and in, like, the second act or something, it's, like, you still see it, but it's further up, and the re like, all black below it. Okay. And I love that as well. It, it, it kind of like you're going deeper and deeper yeah. into the labyrinth. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I wonder mm. if there was going to be other backgrounds, you know, as it changed as you went further into the labyrinth and stuff. And I wonder if they just had these ideas that just didn't pan out with the technology or the time or budget mm. or whatever. You know, yeah. it's, it's just it's just really interesting to see... This game that we're so familiar with, and just see you know little snippets of how it came to be. I I love it.
0: Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. It's um, yeah. I mean, people had a field day when that came out, didn't they? Was um, yeah. I mean, I genuinely
1: didn't expect that to be found for you know for a long time. No,
0: no, no. I mean, it's um, it's the same one that's at the beginning of Wayne's World, isn't it? Yeah. That had the UFOs in the sky, possibly even the same build. I mean, who knows?
1: I think it probably is the same build. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have been around there. Does the right the the Same sort of time, I think, yeah. yeah. And there was that VHS on that someone put on YouTube of so, an old promotional VHS that showed um, some of this build. Well, I presume it's this build as well because it's got the Sonic jumping animation at the end as well. Oh, that's weird, so. that isn't it? When you jump, it is you just, weird, <laughs> isn't it?
0: <laughs> if, you do, if you haven't played it, you at the end when you pass the signpost, um, um I can't remember in Sonic One if he just carries on normally, doesn't he? he doesn't, you don't get to hang around, no,
1: normally. um. I can't remember I think it. no he just carries on Yeah, but right. in this
0: one you do you get hang you just sort of walk back and forth and you got you can do what you want while the, the um, you know the score's being tallied up and everything and if you jump instead of being in a curl ball he's just sort of this sort of static this one static sprite of him like reaching up and it just looks really weird doesn't it <laughs> yeah it's like
1: punching the air with you know victorious punch of the air like a <laughs> like an 80s feel good rom-com type film like, yeah. at the end <laughs> but um yeah, I, I I yeah I love it I'm really glad it's been found I think it's it's just really important that things like that are preserved I think yeah
0: definitely mm. yeah um of course the other big Sonic one/ Sonic 2 thing the other day was um, someone decompiled the Christian Whitehead versions yes and put them on PC so and switch good. actually I think you can get a switch one there if you've got a switch yeah a switch. switch
1: and Vita I think
0: yeah 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 and that's yeah. amazing because Sega have to just point blank refused to do this themselves i know for some reason they don't like money obviously um so yeah some some very clever person god knows how i don't i couldn't get my head around it but um, they've managed to you know decompile it and it's, it doesn't have all the menus it's not quite finished yet but it is all the actual gameplay is mostly playable apart from a few small bugs but it doesn't have like all the menus that they've added you know, to, to do time attack and things like that. So there's like a temporary one there at the moment, where you where you choose what mode you want and level select and things like that.
1: Well, I think I don't, don't quote on this because I might be I might be wrong, but the uh, there's a, a ROM hack that's just come out recently, the um, uh, Sonic Community Community Cart Community Edit Community cut. Oh, right. and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like a, um, Sonic Three Angel Island revisited, but for Sonic Two. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't see. I didn't see it at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. And the developer of that has basically said he's dropping work on that and moving on to working on the 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 the, um, yeah. the source decompilations now because it's okay. you could do so much more with them. Than, oh yes, I'm know. sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You know. People who people are really looking into this already quite deeply, really skilled people. Yeah. So I think it's. I'm really excited to see what comes of it now.
0: Oh, I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, these things should have been released to, to PC. You know, if you if you have no idea what we're talking about, basically, Christian Whitehead, who's a fan, went on to make Sonic Mania along with a lot of other people. Him and Simon Tomley, I think it was. I think, um, they did the they ported Sonic CD at first, and then Sonic One and Two all to like mobile platforms. Um, Sonic CD, is there's a PC version of that, but they never made PC versions or console versions of Sonic 1 and 2. And basically these are completely rebuilt from the ground up um, using the modern engine, widescreen, everything, all sorts of extra stuff thrown in. And yeah, this is the first time they've been on um, PC.
1: Yeah, my main hope is now if they've been fully decompiled and people can start poking through the source code and things like that, Hmm. some enterprising developer out there Will finally give us Sonic 3 and Knuckles in the <laughs> retro engine. In the retro
0: engine, yeah. I wonder if that's possible. Oh,
1: it's got to be, anything. That would it?
0: be it's really cool. Be. Yeah.
1: I would love it. That is the door, you know, it's the one thing people have been asking Sega for for yeah. so long. I know. Just do it. Just, just, just do it, Sega. Yeah. He even knocked up a prototype himself, didn't he? He did, um, yeah. Listen, he started it. It doing it, done. yeah. It and he said, done. look,
0: you can have this, and people will give you money for it. But Yeah.
1: No. no. They'd rather sell scented candles. They would. It bugs <laughs> me. It bugs me. <laughs> I Sega tweeted about so said, don't tease something like, oh, something big's coming, something yeah. big coming. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's some scented candles and a bookmark. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Great. Well done, Sega. Yeah. Are you, are you still it. doing
0: games, by the way? Ask. I mean, you, you haven't really done my, my, hardly any recently. <laughs> No, we just moved into Um, into candles. Have you not heard? We just—that's what we do now.
1: That's what we do now. That's all we do. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, I I love it. I love this. um, This seems to be a thing that's coming up. um, That seems to be increasing in popularity as well. People decompiling old games, um, back to the source code. Uh, It recently happened with Super Mario sixty four.
0: Mm, yes, that's um, right, yes That's
1: mm. been fully decompiled. You can just download the source code. Uh, you need to get a, a, a ROM to extract all the assets from mm. um, but you can just basic, you can basically compile it for whatever system you want, any operating system, any platform that you can develop for mm, that's you know, can you can put, you can put it to anything. It's amazing. That's really good. Cool. You know, I'd love to see that happen to more. War games. I know it's a difficult process. I know it's it's not just a case of clicking a button and that is yeah. decompiled. Mm. But I, it's just superb. It gives so much flexibility for not only preservation but people giving these new games, you know, new features, quality of life improvements, and all kinds of things that you know the official developers don't have a a motivation to do. Mm, that's you know, right. Yeah. Just let the community do it. I think it's 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 fantastic. Um, what else has been in the news? Uh,
0: don't know. That's all I've got. What have you got?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all the news that counts. Um, I mean, uh, Cyberpunk. I wasn't. I got to be honest. I I wasn't really that interested in. cyberpunk nah, me neither. Like, to begin with,
0: <laughs> me neither.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't get on the hype train with it. I didn't really. I was like, I mean, it looks all right. I suppose it looks looks quite good, but I can't say I'm that interested in it. So.
0: Nah, I'm, I was never that bothered.
1: I think that's it. I think the, oh Nintendo have been being Nintendo and shutting down things, haven't they?
0: What well, have they shut down this time?
1: Oh, um the Game and Watch homebrew stuff. Um, people found a way did we talk about this? Um no. the Game and Watch. Yeah. Um people found a way to run homebrew on it. Um, yeah, which
0: isn't surprising. That's pretty much what I said surprising. would happen anyway, didn't it? When we were talking yeah. about it, yeah.
1: And they, I think they, they were managing to get emulators and ROMs and all sorts. Mm. Of that Yes, has been banned hammered by Nintendo. Night well, I
0: mean, I'm, that I'm not surprised of. I mean, but
1: I know, but come on.
0: Yeah, I mean, people just tend to work around these things anyway, don't they? I mean,
1: they do. Yeah, they do. I mean, I, things it will obviously continue because you know the cat's out of the bag now. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. It just makes it more difficult because you know if they had like a GitHub with all the the source code and stuff on it for that's obviously you have to be taken down and mm. it just it drives it all underground and makes it more well, difficult. Well the thing is realistic
0: realistically what harm is that doing to them? It's
1: just that's a one off I mean.
0: console. I mean. well, thing. What,
1: uh,
0: yeah. The it's not like their new switch, is it, where they're gonna add loads of games and stuff to it and they want it to, you know, be kept pure and not hackable and things like that. Exactly. It's just it's just a little, you know, gift that like a Christmas kind of you know stocking filler kind of thing you know yeah. people should be to, yeah i mean
1: i mean if we're being perfectly honest they're expecting half of the people to never open things yeah you know they're expected to sit on a shelf and never be used and exactly then yeah. be, be scalped in 10 years time yeah you know so yeah i i love nintendo but i don't love their their attitude to community projects but um mm. That's enough negativity. Let's look at something positive.
0: Yes, I've got a positive incoming indie. Oh, I love it! Yeah,
1: let's hear it. Incoming indie.
0: Yes, this incoming indie, which we we never say what the in, what the incoming indie feature is. Basically, it's an indie game that's incoming. There we go, I've done it. Um, this game is called HOA, H O A, which I assume is how you announce pronounce it. It's um, Studio Ghibli the game, basically. Um, It's a very beautiful 2D hand-painted puzzle platformer kind of thing. Plays a little character in a pointy red cloak. Um, Sort of very natural leafy environments, gentle gameplay, not much combat, just sort of exploration kind of things. Uh, Coming to Steam and Switch in April.
1: I'm trying to find it, but all I can find is homeowners association and a bunch of flowers. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, home, <laughs> no. H, H- O
0: A. The game homeowner. It's H O A. The game homeowner. on H-O-A Twitter. H O
1: A. The game. And it's on Kickstarter, is it? Or um,
0: no, no. It's it's nearing completion. It's coming in April. Oh,
1: okay. H O A. The game. Beautiful indie platform game. That's the, the game. one. Oh, it is as well. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that mm. is very Studio Ghibli. Wow. It,
0: yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really nicely done. Really good.
1: Oh yes, yes, I like this. Yes, mm. this looks good. It gets my seal of approval. Yeah. Nintendo eShop, yes, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's that's all I've got to say about it, really. I mean, to be fair, they haven't released much gameplay of it. The, the trailer you're probably looking at is probably is it's kind of all there is I could find on it, really. But it's kind of enough. You know, um, I think I first saw it in Wireframe magazine. Um, a little while ago, um, but it's just yeah. I'm looking forward to it. it Looks very interesting.
1: He's like a little red, like a slug or something. I don't know what he. Yeah, is. I don't he's know like what like he a is. Hat.
0: Yeah, it's a, a hat with a face. Kind of yeah. He looks yeah. like
1: Day of the, One of the tentacles from Day of the Tentacle.
0: A little bit yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, and he's on a he's on a rock hand with a butterfly. I like it. I like it. It's, it's good. Yeah. Oh, there's a oh, there's like a little snail. He's got a leaf for a hat. Oh, I love that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I thought you'd like it. It's good. Yeah, mm. it's
1: great. Uh, come in April 2021. No yep. price, though.
0: Um, No price, no. No but price. But I'm sure it'll be, you know, nicely priced. It's
1: going to be cheaper than Crash 4. I would have
0: so. thought so, yeah. I, I hope so, anyway, yeah.
1: Oh, I like this. Yeah, that looks really good. Yeah. Good, good, good.
0: Good, good. Um, It's at Game on Twitter. If you want to look them up and follow
1: them. And com.
0: That's right, yep. Right, so unless there's something else you want to discuss, we've got an Amiga game to talk about this
1: month. Yeah, we do. Mm. Um, mm. (laughs)
0: Let's do that after this break. Yes. Slick. (laughs) The video game, Book Club.
1: We we're gonna talk about Walker. Walker. For the Amiga. Mm-hmm. And when I picked it, I remember it being better not better. <laughs> not better.
0: <laughs> Go on.
1: More. More, yeah. More than mm. what it was. <laughs> Now I haven't played it. I will say I haven't played it since. I probably the last time I played it was genuinely nineteen ninety seven or eight. So okay. it was a long time ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's not a bad game. It's no, it's
0: not a, bad, it's game not game a bad
1: game. No. But in terms of a game to pick for the purposes of a book club, <laughs> where we analyze and discuss it yeah. and its various themes storyline, things like that um, probably wasn't the best choice
0: i got to say, I did wonder yeah, I did <laughs> <laughs> you know because when I started playing it, I thought, oh yeah, that's quite interesting um, just sort of had a cursory glance on YouTube saw the, sort of the length of time it takes to complete the game, which is about an hour or so
1: if you're good at it,
0: if you're good at it, yeah. If you're good, at, yeah. To be fair, if you are good at it, yeah, that's not, yeah. But um, gameplay kind of pretty much the same as it starts off with, really, isn't it?
1: It kind of is. It doesn't yeah. vary very much. No, it doesn't. Yeah. But I would say it's in the same sense of Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, sure. It's an arcade game. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You know, yeah. it
1: doesn't. It, it doesn't pretend to be anything other than just no. have fun shooting guys with uh, you know uh. A cute little robot.
0: Hmm. And it it, um. Yeah, it does it very well. Yeah. Um. So, would
1: you recommend it?
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, amazing.
1: No, I mean, there there is a lot. There, there, there's, uh, there's stuff to say about it. I mean. Yeah. Well, we'll say generally. Um, this is for being the first Omega game that we've covered. Sure. Um, how did you find the? The world of Amiga emulation
0: (laughs) well I couldn't work it out to be honest um (laughs) at all so what I did was there's a website whose name I forget um where it packages up loads of Amiga games for you just as Mm -hmm. executables so I just ended up doing that in the end oh okay and that was much easier and I think you could even hack it like give yourself infinite lives and stuff like that Mm. you know um so that that's how I did it but I, I did sort of struggle I couldn't I couldn't quite work it out. It's a bit complicated, isn't it?
1: It is a bit complicated compared to normal, um, you know, just file open, mm. ROM done.
0: Did you emulate this as well? Or did you play on an original?
1: Um, I've got it on the original, um, but I did play it emulated. Yeah. Because okay. um, my Amiga 500B, I don't have room to have it set up as like a, sure, yeah. a go to machine. So it's understandable, yeah you know, on the top of a a wardrobe at the moment. But yeah, I mean, I had really fond memories of playing it um, when I was a kid. I just found the... uh, Graphically, I thought it was amazing at the time. Um,
0: Yeah, it does look impressive. I mean, I'm not... I I kind of vaguely know what Amiga games look like. Um, I'm not... You know, I I couldn't say for sure if it was particularly impressive for the platform or not. But it did, you know, it looked comparable to... To games, I mean, this was released in. We haven't really said any details about it, really. This came out in '93, so compared to sort of certainly Mega Drive games of that era, it certainly looks the business, you know.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, it, there's some. There are some superb-looking Amiga games. I mean, yeah, it, sure. It, there really are. It, it it was a machine way ahead of its time, I think, in terms of um, hardware. Hmm. Um, and it certainly looks better than than anything the the consoles were doing at the time. Oh yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think it, it was a real looker compared to, to its contemporary games. Um, and the, I, the fluidity of the animation, I found, was fantastic as well. You, you yes. It's basically a side scrolling 'em up. up um, you, you know, you, you go along, you shoot guys, you go yeah. along, you shoot guys. Well,
0: I, I would describe it as a run-and-gun, if, if not for the fact that you're not really yeah. doing much running. Walk-and-gun is probably Walking better. Walk-and-gun,
1: yeah. Plodding gun. Yeah,
0: you're a big sort of mech, aren't you? Yeah. And one of the the most interesting things about it, actually, and I can't really think of another game that does this, is it goes from right to left instead of left to right. Yeah. Which is quite interesting, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it is quite interesting. Uh, Yeah, there are many games that do that. Maybe Fantasy Zone, you can go from right to left. But But it's weird because...
0: As as odd as unusual as that is, it didn't strike me as unusual until I was playing it for a, quite a fair few minutes, and then I sort of suddenly realised, "Hang on, we're going the wrong way here." Yeah,
1: the wrong way because <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't really
0: seem unnatural, does it? It seems no, it doesn't. It no. kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah,
1: um, and yeah, so that, that's basically it. you shoot little guys. um mm. There's some like tanks and helicopters and yeah. horses
0: well you've got your the, you, i think this might be the first game we've covered that you actually uses the mouse at all yeah because you 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 aim your targeting retic- reticule is the word isn't it reticle reticule. 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 it's a word that i've seen written but i've never heard anyone say i think pointer pointer your little yeah thing that you, you move around you basically aim at the the soldiers you know and and things like that so uh yeah it's good it doesn't go behind you you cannot shoot behind you though so you can move along the screen it's kind of like a if you think of streets of rage where you kind of you're moving along and then suddenly you're in a block of enemies and you, you you're stuck on that screen then so you can move left and right along the screen um but you you can only move your mouse around just in front of the mech so to the left of the mech you can't move it to the right of the mech yeah. so if you're you know you need to move all the way to the right in order to fire at everything on the screen um which makes sense i suppose because it wouldn't like turn completely backwards with it um and i thought that the movement of the head of the mech was quite interesting because it's yeah. like a pre-rendered 3d model and it kind of, even though your cursor is moving in 2D space, it somehow translates that into a, like a three, almost like a 3D space. Yeah, so that it's it can really impressive. It is impressive actually. Mm. So say there's enemies coming. Um, I mean, they're all kind of the same size, so it, they don't really scale in the background. But you kind of imagine they're slightly, they're sort of behind, just behind the action, and it kind of the, the head kind of points away from from us in a corresponding way, if you know what I mean. Whereas if you aim it at the ground, it kind of looks straight down from a sort of straight side thing. So it's interesting how they sort of translated that those two D coordinates into three D at, at that time. You know,
1: mm. yeah, I I I remember being amazed. Uh, I obviously didn't sort of think of it in an analytical way like that, but I remember just being really impressed by just how his head moves about at the time. That's, yeah, that's, that's that. You know, that's how <laughs> my childhood mind thought of it. It's like, oh, his sure, head. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, and I love the art style of it. The fact that it's not just you know your typical robot in a sci-fi setting or robot in a post-apocalypse setting. You know, there's different time periods that he that you go through. So you're sort of fighting uh, World War Two sort of Berlin enemies.
0: Yeah, the Nazis. Yeah, you start with fighting them.
1: Yeah, and then it moves to twenty
0: nineteen Los Angeles. Yeah, Hmm, which is quite interesting.
1: It's, yeah, it's it's just really, I don't know. I just again, I'm I'm going back to to what I thought at the time, but I just found it really interesting that you were being this giant robot fighting little guys, dragging cannons by horseback and yes. things like that.
0: Yeah, there's a lovely juxtaposition about that, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Yes,
1: but you're not, you know, you're not sort of overpowered at all. It's a very difficult game. Either, oh, yeah. either it's very difficult. I have become very bad at it in the intervening years.
0: Well, what there, is, there's an easy mode and an arcade mode. Now, the I, I don't quite know what the difference is, but you, you, you'll lose lives a lot quicker in arcade mode. I don't know if it's because they, you've got less health or they're more powerful or there's more of them. I don't know, but. In arcade mode, I could barely last beyond the first sort of sub-stage, yeah. you know, I just couldn't do it, but in easy mode, which apparently limits you just to the first two levels, there's four level, four time periods, each with two sort of sub-stages, and I think apparently easy mode limits you just to the first two of those
1: i can only imagine that's what i must have played when i was younger then that's yeah gonna be, probably that's gonna yeah
0: be i mean really that to be fair that's what i went that's mainly what i what i played on this time and i could get right to the end of the the final boss of the second one but i couldn't beat it i've tried it two or three times i couldn't i couldn't get i no. couldn't get the better in the end no. but um up until then it's it's doable you know it's in easy mode it's manageable but yeah mm. the, the arcade mode is pretty difficult i don't really know how you're supposed to do it to be honest cause...
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's quite annoying as well. One of the quote unquote features of the game is that your gun will overheat if you fire it too much. Yes, yeah. Which <laughs> it's just infuriating because <laughs> I end up just trying to keep tapping the mouse button, the fire button just trying to sort that's of keep right, it yeah. firing without overheating it and
0: you almost get in the zone and you're not even looking at your meter it's just like yeah. why aren't they why aren't they dying and it's just, <laughs> you realize you've just got to cool it down it only takes like a second or two to cool down before you can fire again but it's just know, it is annoying like, yeah
1: when they get some of the tank enemies against you like two shells and that's half your shield gone oh yeah you
0: know, i know yeah uh,
1: mm. oh yeah mm. But yeah, i I, I got to say, I did enjoy playing it again. Um, yeah,
0: for what it is, it's yeah. it, it's a it's a little entertaining game. I don't think anyone would really, these days anyway, spend much time on it because it's just... It's a quick little arcade, uh, quick fix kind of game, you know. It's just yeah. something to play for a you know, half an hour or so.
1: One thing I, I, I found strange, though, because, like I said, coming into this show, hmm. I was concerned about how much we'd have to say about it. But then when I think... Like other games we've covered, like Sunset Riders, yeah, There's really not that much in that game either. When you think about it, oh
0: no, you, no, when yeah. you
1: strip it down to the basics, I don't know what it is about this game that made me feel like we're going to struggle to talk about this.
0: I think it's because obviously Sunset Riders was our first game, and we didn't know how this was going to pan out. Yeah, this game goes against a lot of the other games we've done recently. We That's tend to true. we tend to pick games that aren't epics like 40 hour epics but they are have interesting concepts that we can discuss um, and compare to other things and you know I I mean when I think about games to play on the book club it's not necessarily games that I really want to play because sometimes there'll be a a really arcadey sort of game that I want to play and I thought maybe I can take that I thought do we have enough to talk about it Mm. but so I see why you thought that because it's just it goes against the grain of a lot of other games that we've played recently
1: yeah but yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I think maybe it was the nostalgia bug that made me pick probably, it more yeah. than anything. Mm. Um, I think I just wanted to... I think I wanted to try something on a system that we haven't covered before. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we, we, we've we tended to, to settle on Nintendo, Mega Drive... PlayStation. And PlayStation. Yeah. And we haven't really gone... We've done the occasional GameCube, but we haven't really gone much out of the, our safe zone. So I wanted to pick something completely on a on a completely different system yeah
0: i'm kind of i'm glad you did because as i said last time this is i've never played an amiga game before it's my first ever amiga yeah. game so it's an I, interesting i don't think
1: this was probably reason. the best choice though no, was,
0: <laughs> sure but, but it's
1: another game that i think i had two games in mind and i think i should have gone with the other one okay i think there would have been a lot more to talk about with the other one all oh, right well so, save
0: that for another time
1: i will save that for another time
0: but you yeah, know i mean well, there's still stuff to talk about, I think, on this. We uh, we haven't discussed oh, its yeah. developer, which is um, DMA Design.
1: Yes, of, famous uh, for Lemmings. Yeah, and... Grand
0: Theft Auto. Is it? Uh, it is Grand Theft Auto, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I've not heard of that. No, oh,
0: I see, yeah. It's, it's a little-known game. I was, I was game. doing a bit. I was doing a bit. Oh, you were doing a bit. Sorry about that. I was
1: doing a bit. Sorry. <laughs> um,
0: <no>, it's <laughs> <laughs> on that. Sorry about that.
1: Yeah, it's amazing when you see... I mean, I don't know how many people currently working for Rockstar North Mm. worked for DMA back in this era. You know, it it might be one of those things where it's the same company in name alone and nothing else. I don't know. But it's amazing to see, you know, how a developer making games like these... Has gone on strength to strength to make something as huge as Grand Theft Auto.
0: Yes, it's always interesting to see these big companies what their the much smaller games were in their sort of origin and how they built up into something massive today. Yeah. 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 It's certainly not one you hear about talked about often. I mean, I'd never even heard of this game before you mentioned it last last episode.
1: No, I think that's what made me pick it. Mm. I, I just, yeah, it's it's a game that I th- I think it deserves more attention. I think more people would probably get a, a kick out of playing it. Maybe not for a long time. It might be something that people just pick up and play for half an hour and then never touch again. But mm. I think it is. I think it's a game that's worthy of of, of a spotlight being shone on it because um, yeah. not many people have heard of it. No. Um, and, uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. And, apparently, Amiga Power ranked it among their top 100 games of 1993.
0: I saw that, yeah. So, they must so, have thought highly of it as well at the time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Published by Psygnosis as well, which yes. obviously went on to big things as well.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. until Sony bought them and shut them down. Yeah, that's true. That's happened to Vicarious Visions now as well. They're yeah. They've updated now, aren't they? That's yeah,
0: I, I, saw, I, I saw you tweet that earlier, yeah.
1: Yeah, a bit of a sinker. Mm. Good luck to them. Yeah, so... There was going to be a sequel as well, apparently, but... um.
0: Yeah, a Mega Drive... There's Mega Drive ports going to Megadrive be. And and a Mega Drive port. A 3DO wooded, sequel, yeah. both of which got cancelled.
1: I don't know if that, that might have been a blessing in disguise, to be honest. I don't know if it would have gone anywhere on the 3DO.
0: No. <laughs> Probably not, no.
1: Probably not. <laughs> I'd like a 3DO, though, oddly, but...
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's an interesting concept like it's this.
1: It's an interesting little console, yeah. Sort but of- um.
0: I remember it at the time, a lot of reading about it, and this, this sort of £600 mega console. I was going to say, only
1: like six or £700 or something daft.
0: I mean, and to, uh, at that time, you know, I, I, I was wondering how I could ever get like a Mega CD to go on my Mega Drive. Yeah. You know, the idea of, you know, paying more than that just for one new console is just, yeah, it's...
1: It's crazy. A tad crazy. highly priced, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean... Around that time, I think, you know, a, a, a decent computer, you know, not top-end, but a, a, a reasonably beefy PC would cost you about £1,000. Yeah. Mm. You know, so for £700 for a games console, £600 for a games console, that's a big ask. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, only the richest of the rich would dare dream of such a thing.
0: Mm. Yes, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, they would have to aim for people with a lot of disposable income. Yeah. And I I don't know how true it is but I feel like at that time before the PlayStation kicked in gaming was primarily a kids thing wasn't it really? Oh, it
1: was seen very much as a kids thing. It certainly yeah. seen
0: that way. I don't know yeah. realistically if it was, but certainly you would get a lot more games aimed at kids than you would now as a as a sort of percentage of target audience. I mean now, definitely. You I mean like the Lego games I was talking about earlier, Nintendo, Minecraft. That's kind of it really, isn't it? Everything yeah. else is kind of like you just go you use apps for that you know for kids, but yeah back then it was all about the kids wasn't it
1: it was all it was all very much seen as a as either a kid's hobby or a very niche nerd hobby, yeah, yeah, I think you know I think. Again this isn't this isn't a, you know an incredible piece of insight from me that no one said before but I think you can directly attribute the popularity of games today and the mainstream acceptance of games today mm. um to the PlayStation and games like Ridge Racer yeah, and the definitely. original Wipeout um
0: it's been well documented you know that, yeah. that they really spoke to an audience that would never never really playing games before yeah yeah uh, we're going massively off topic here. We're not we're even. Off, we're not even, even talking about Amiga or the game here. But you know, it's it.
1: It's just one of those things. But I mean, it all relates. It's it does relate. Kind of it's, of all, it's all.
0: It's all the 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 what was it? What's it called? The the the, the kind of the atmosphere of the time, really, yeah, isn't it? The
1: zeitgeist. The
0: zeitgeist. The word I'm looking for. I hate that yeah. word. I find it very pretentious. But yes. So do I. <laughs> it, it is. That's exactly what it is. The zeitgeist. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it got um, speech in it. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm, Dark Gomberg.
1: <laughs> well, there's a cold over. <laughs> I, I
0: started that point just so that I could just, just do that little impression. And uh, picked up some uh, aerial targets. You get those two things He said that the guy talking to you says constantly throughout the whole yes. game. Yeah.
1: Mm. Well, it's good that it was. Again, I don't want to go too too off topic, but I mean, that's one of the things I found, you know, with a few Amiga games, that it did things that I just didn't find on the, on the consoles. I mean, I only had a Mega Drive at the time. I, n- I never had an Amiga at home until way later on. Mm. Um, my granddad had an Amiga. That's why I, I played this around my granddad's house. Um but i never had an Amiga of my own, so when we went around there, it was always like an exciting thing to play on the Amiga and see what what the games and stuff were doing mm. um, but this games like um, Cannon Fodder mm. had a full vocalized um, original music track for the intro yeah. um, with like um, photographs of the developers superimposed <laughs> on historical figures coming up uh, on the screen mm. um, as like the intro and stuff and Things like that and the voice clips in this and there was a, um, a RoboCop 3 game with some um, some sort of three D early 3D sort of wireframe sections and things like that. And it's just all these really amazing things that I, that I wasn't seeing on the console at home and I just found so, I don't know, just so exciting. And, you know, you do hear those voice clips over and over again, but I was just blown away by it. I was oh, just yeah. like, oh, I, lo- mm. I love this. This is so good. This is so cool.
0: Yeah, for its time, it's... Um it is, it's a good game and even now it's a, it's a fun like little little game you know just to sort of spend a little bit of time on got yeah. no, no problems with it really other than the fact that i, I was just surprised how <laughs> about your choice for a book club to talk about but i mean we, i think we've we've done quite oh, well yeah. with it on in, in, in fairness yeah
1: i think oh yeah i need to put the boot in I don't no know. no <laughs> no <I don't>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm only mimicking your own thoughts about it once you start no, playing it as well i
1: know i'm, I'm being silly yeah yeah, yeah. um
0: The only other thing I wanted to mention is the little train. I like the little train. Yeah. In the first level, comes along. Boop, 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 boop. Um, I mean, it's not a little train. It's a it's a full size train. But your mech is so big, it just looks like a little train. And it just it's a nice little touch. You know, you're fighting all these enemies, and suddenly this little train comes along in the front. (laughs) I mean, he's got. If you if you leave it to come along long enough, you'll see it's got some guns and stuff on it. But um, yeah, just a little train. Liked it.
1: Yeah. Mm. I would, I, I wish it had got a sequel, though. Um, yeah. Not necessarily on the three D O um, for reasons that we've stated, but uh, I, I think it's got potential to be fleshed out.
0: Well, I mean, I, I was going to ask, was, was there any sort of story context with why it's jumping between time time periods?
1: I've got to be honest, I don't know because because um, I I've I I, had the manual with it. Yeah. I just had the disc.
0: Oh right, okay. If if there was one, I couldn't find it on the internet or at least on the no. Wikipedia page. Um, but I, I, the reason I ask is, if you could, imagine if you could like flesh—that is quite a good idea, isn't it—to sort of jump a big mech jumping through time to fight yeah. these different wars for some reason. For uh, some reason, you can see that translating quite well to a 3D game. You know, yeah. I, I could see this easily being like a PS1 kind of era game where you're sort of going—you know—it's fully 3D and you have got behind view and you're shooting these different targets and wandering around and you jump to a different time period and it'd be really cool, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it would. Yeah, mm. I'd love like, I if you could like whatever time period you're in. Say you say you blew up one of the the little um, the little cannons that are being dragged along by a horse or whatever. Yeah, you could incorporate that technology into your mech, so you could have mm. you, you could travel through the different time periods, sort of assimilating different technology and doing upgrades yeah. to your mech based on the. So you could have this kind of steampunk style, you know, a, a you know, a futuristic mech with like an an ancient sort of chain gun type. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. you know, just uh, it's
0: a nice idea. Yeah, yeah. Customize your mech. With,
1: yeah, customize the mech and like bits
0: from different time periods. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah,
1: idea. yeah. Flesh it out with a little story to explain how you get in there and why and things like that. And yeah, I, I, there's bags of potential to do more with it. I yeah. think if if they had the chance, I reckon it could have been a, a, a bigger thing than it was.
0: I think we should cut out that entire bit that we've just said. Keep it to ourselves. Get cracking on this game because I think it's a winner of an idea. <sighs>
1: yes. <laughs> I was just, I just, just think it. It's actually very similar to that game we were going to make when we were in school.
0: That kind was of, it. Yeah. That
1: was that was a mech walking sideways any, any
0: means necessary yeah it was yeah, yeah. it wasn't that i don't think we had the time periods in but um
1: no we didn't have the time periods no. but
0: fundamentally yeah it was a mech platformer wasn't it yeah
1: yeah it was a mech platformer and
0: i think funnily enough i think that sprite that we used was from front mission or one of its
1: oh my opinion, actually. i i i
0: i realized that when i saw a screenshot i thought oh, that looks familiar I think I I swiped that without knowing where it was from. I was like going to say, that
1: Didn't we plagiarise that years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sure it looks very similar. If it wasn't, yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, I just found it on the internet. I didn't know. Have a clue where it's from? I thought, oh, that looks no, good. No, no. I'll, I'll nab that. And then, yeah. Funny you should mention that game earlier. Yeah, yeah. that's weird.
1: That is weird. Yeah, yeah, that is weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, strange. Mm. But yeah, so it it just goes to show a mech walking sideways is a timeless archetype of a game.
0: It is. It is. got a couple of comments of sorts uh, from Twitter, because you um, this got picked up by the Amiga Massive didn't it, your, um, yeah, yeah. your post mean, about it, it got the quite Amiga's few, still
1: got a massive following today, got
0: quite a few likes and retweets and stuff, got a couple of comments so in, in response to your question about what um, you remember and like from this game, at um, Rex the doggy uh, says simply stomping lemmings yes, so the little guys do look a bit like lemmings
1: they do look very yeah, like lemmings, yeah. and
0: a, re- a, a a reply to that comment from at robx underscore swe said that was the game's biggest accomplishment, the beginning of Lemmings.
1: I was a bit confused by that. Yeah, I
0: don't know if that's that's a positive or a negative comment on it. I don't. It's
1: know. not bad. I mean, I I hold my <laughs> hands up and say because, like I say, I didn't have an Amiga at the time. Um, I only played it around my granddad's house, so yeah. I wasn't you know in the scene as it were. Mm. Um, but I thought Lemmings came before this.
0: Oh, have, we'd we'll have to check. Um,
1: I thought Lemmings was out before this. Well,
0: this came out in February '93.
1: Well, Lemmings so, was 91. So ah, well, there
0: you go then. Uh, Lemmings definitely so came that, out before. So that person's incorrect anyway.
1: I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say incorrect. I, I just don't. I'm not sure I understand. I, my, maybe I've misunderstood what they mean. But um,
0: Well, it sounds like know. he's he assumes that Lemmings came after this game. But if, if Lemmings came out in 91, then he's not right, is he?
1: Well, no, I suppose not, but I still appreciate the comment. Oh, of course,
0: I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to say don't comment, you know, because no, that's no, I I mean, this no. This is
1: probably just us getting it wrong, but um,
0: I don't know. No. It, 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 yeah, if you want to clarify at Rob X underscore SWE, then then do feel free. We'll uh, we'll correct you in the next episode. of... Uh, we'll correct ourselves, sorry, uh, in the next episode. Um, yeah, drop us a line. Right, um, anything else you want to say about Walker?
1: Um, it's good. I like it. Yep. Um, I like the robot. I like his, I like his little face. Mm.
0: Um, Could have done with more music. I thought a bit of background music in the levels wouldn't have gone miss.
1: That's true. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, I will say, if anyone's interested in playing it, um, the Amiga is quite a difficult system to to emulate compared to, you know standard emulators Mm. um i would pick up if you are interested because in order to play the the amiga uh, you're going to need the kickstart roms which are basically like the the operating system of of the console Mm. um you can find them online in the usual places but they're very easy and very cheap to get legally um if you search for amiga forever on your android phone um i don't know if it's on the the apple store but certainly on android it's like two quid or three quid, and you will get all the ROMs, all the Kickstart ROMs, legally and licensed that you oh, need wow. um, to emulate Amiga games. That's cool. Um, mm. So it's a really good. Uh, if you go, if you search for Amiga Forever as well, they do like a full DVD set with everything you need to get up and running with Amiga emulation as well, and it supports mm. the the community and stuff. So I would really you know recommend going down that route if you wanted to start. Messing about with some Amiga games.
0: That's very cool. Awesome.
1: So yeah, I think that's an, that's a, an appropriate place to to finish. Yeah. Um What's your game for the the next? Yeah. Well, I hinted show. at
0: this earlier. Um, so I've got a very recent game for you this time. Okay. So recent, it's actually a next gen title. Oh. Fortunately, we don't. Fortunately, it's also on PS4 and PC. Oh, good. I was going to say. So, I, I, don't worry. I wasn't expecting you to go out and buy a PS5 just to play this game. Good. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it's a standout title, I would say, from the PS5 Games Reveal video that we talked about a few months back.
1: Grand Theft Auto V.
0: Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh. <laughs> the long-awaited Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> no, it's Bug Snacks.
1: I don't know if Bug Snacks is on PS4 yet. Is it?
0: Um, apparently it is are you sure? Uh, I believe so have a quick Google, oh, if I'm goodness. wrong we'll do something else But um, I'm,
1: I'm going to have to check this because I can't believe I... I've been looking forward to Snacks.
0: I'm pretty sure it's there
1: and I can't believe I missed that um... mm. Ooh, I've been playing Bugsnax.
0: on PC for about an hour or so um, Snacks PS4 yeah it's, it's it just strikes me as a very pod-em-up-y sort of game very quirky, sort of reminiscent of pokemon a little bit basically you go to an island that's inhabited by these creatures who have discovered that the local wildlife um, is edible and edible in such a way that when you eat a little strawberry bug their their legs or arms turn into little strawberries um i don't to be honest i don't know why yet but the main core of the game is to sort of catch these various animals through various kind of means um and give them to the the people they order to progress the story so it's um yeah it's kind of a a sort of a puzzle game it's first person uh kind of a bit rpg-ish you know maybe a little sort of pokemon pokemon snap maybe that kind of thing um it's quite it's nice it's quite quirky it's colorful it's um yes interesting
1: Ah. Yes, it is on PS4. You are correct. Oh, good. I um, think I think the I think the, co- the confusion was maybe I was waiting for a physical version. Oh, okay. Um, it's only only available digitally. so oh, okay. I think I was holding off for a physical physical. Oh, release,
0: okay. I well, don't I, we,
1: I don't know if that is going to be the case, but I mean, yeah, if you think it's um, we can
0: do something else if you'd rather wait for the physical.
1: No, no, no. I mean, if you think it's it's going to be a, a a provide good fodder for the show, then um, th- I'm up for that.
0: I think so. Uh, I, I mean, it's up to you, mate. If you want to wait for the physical, we can do something else.
1: I reckon we could be waiting for a long time for the physical. for the PS4. Yeah. So let's strike while the iron's hot. Let's do bugs. Okay, things. if you're sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. As I said, it just, just seemed like a very kind of us sort of game.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wanted to do something that is sort of up-to-date, you know, kind of like, because yeah. we, we mainly, we don't really have much of a limit on what we do, as long no, as it really. makes good yeah. conversation. So we haven't done much that's sort of really, really recent, so I wanted to pick something that's kind of, you know, just come out, really.
1: Yeah, excellent.
0: Yeah, I've I've played about an hour or so of it already. I think it's about a 10-hour game, so sort of fairly okay. manageable. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, brilliant! Well, I'm looking forward to that. Like I say, I, I I wanted to. I've been wanting to play it for a long time since. Uh, well, uh, like you say, it was one of the standout games for us when we saw the um, the PS5. Yeah, very, um, very
0: very good to see it because it's such a sort of quirky, non kind of AAA advanced graphics sort of game. And it's great that it was included in that trailer. And and actually, it was so sort of quirky that it got people talking. You know, didn't it? So it's um, it's interesting.
1: I just love games like that. Yeah. I love that we still get games like it. Yeah, it's brilliant. You know. Well, um any other business before we
0: wrap it up um no, just to reiterate do not buy from what's his name eight bit eight hyphen bit hyphen games hyphen nineteen eighty six do not buy from this man he's a con man that's all i'm gonna say about that allegedly <sighs> no he is a allegedly con man. He is a con man
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> trust me he's a con man.
1: Okay. I'm trying to protect, trying to give you a little legal legal loophole here in case he comes after you for, for slander. But no. Well, if he happy. does,
0: he can explain why he's kept my money and not provided me with a the game. There.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I understand your anger. I've never heard you so worked up about it's it. It's just got me so
0: worked up, man. You know. I
1: know. I know. It's, I just, it's, I can't it's, let it
0: go. I can't let it go. It's wound me up.
1: It's like Jacqueline Hyde. It is, yeah. Um, Don't want to
0: mess with me, seriously.
1: No. <laughs> Gosh, no. I mean, it, yeah, it's a very stinky situation. So, um, yeah, certainly caveat emptor when it comes to that particular that particular seller. Yeah. Well, uh, on a happier note, you can always find us when they're well. We will never take your money and not send you a game. No. Nope. Um, we're at up dot live and yep. at Podemup mm-hmm. and Podemup at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. and Podemup on Spotify.
0: Yeah, we're on Spotify. And yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Just, all, all, just shout bottom up into the sky. And, and you'll probably get
0: that Swedish one, but don't. Yeah. It is good that they are a completely different podcast and a completely different language, because if someone's looking for us, they can clearly tell that's not us. So,
1: yeah, I did notice on our um, listener stats. So there are quite a few listeners yeah. in Sweden. Yeah, I
0: know it's funny. Is it? I wonder if there is a. <laughs> it's like you know, the third most Swedish listeners.
1: Please let us know, um, so we.
0: It's hilarious, is and it? it's the, it's the third highest listens after America yeah. and Britain. And yeah. there's got a, that, that that must be the reason, surely.
1: <laughs> it's got to be, it? it's got to be.
0: <laughs> Which kind of suggests they're doing a lot better than we are, but you know.
1: I wonder if that was the one-star review. Maybe, yeah,
0: probably. (laughs) There's nothing about Swedish pop culture.
1: This has got nothing to do with pop culture, (laughs) one star. Well.
0: Mm. If you'd like to leave us a five-star review on um, Apple Podcasts, or whatever it's called, uh, we'd be most grateful for it. Yeah. Mm. To do that, to counterbalance. I haven't looked at it recently. I don't know what the state is. I moment.
1: did look at it fairly recently, but I couldn't find any. It's like the the ratings were gone. So yeah, I know. I
0: I've struggled to find actually find what the ratings are. You can only find it in some weird, yeah, parallel universe. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, we love you all anyway, so it's all good.
0: Doesn't matter what you think of us. We still love you.
1: No, no you're still you're, you're good eggs. Yeah, you're good eggs. Um, okay let's uh, wrap it up for tonight then and um, yeah thanks all for listening and let's go snack some bugs let's do it, bye
0: bye bye